the Silver Surfer goes to Galactus, why'd you eat Calabac? And and Galactus is like, because I didn't know they switched sons. <laughs> ah, that's good. Oh, shit. Welcome back. Uh, this is What Geeks Do, episode 8. What's up? I'm No Job Robbins, my co-host. Little slice of pizza. What's up, Pete? Yo, what's up? How you doing? Good. We got two guests on the show tonight. Two guests on the show tonight. We got Charles Monster Force Mars. Oh. And... Oh! oh. Zolo World! Oh. Michael Zolo, what's oh, no. up? Oh, He's cutting out. Oh. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'll pretend to be Mike. Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you having me on the show. Um, I'm sorry I'm cutting out right now, but I really appreciate it. I really, really appreciate it. <laughs> well, Zolo, you there? I hear nothing. We lost him to the bizarre. Wow. What is it? The Beyond? The, the Beyond. Zolo? <laughs> Call dropped. Mm. Oh, we did lose him. You we got did. knocked out like Mike Tyson knocked, you got him knocked out. the fuck out. Oh. Knocked the fuck out, Lolo. Uh, so how you doing, Charles? I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm stuffed to the gills. Yeah, I, I ate a good, good, good supper. That's, That's great, great, man. Yeah. That's one thing about living down south is we can eat. Yeah, like we we have good good food and we had a family reunion and my family can cook nice so yeah you had a family reunion today yeah it was like an impromptu one like i've got an aunt that we don't get to see her a whole lot and she came down and my dad was like let's just get the family together and so we had a surprisingly good amount of people just on very like couple of day notice so wow that's awesome that's good Uh, when i called you before you were serving drinks what was that all about well, I was just pouring drinks for everybody there. You're like, what can I get you to drink, sir? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was a bartender. Oh, shit. I was too for a little while. You I know, went to bartender. I'm joking. I wasn't really oh. a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a bartender. I went to bartending school for like half a minute. Yeah, you did. Whoa. I remember that. Yeah. It was well, very weird. I felt like I was on a boat the whole time because the whole place was like by the water. Mm-hmm. And it was like in an old like house that looked like a boat and the inside had like uh it was like i guess it was like a bar for people that like were done boating or something it was very weird (laughs) was it in tom's river it was not glamorous at all it was kind of just like i thought i was gonna be going cocktail cocktail and swinging their shits around but it was like all right now crush this lemon and it was like so boring. I was a bartender that was a cook that was like a psychiatrist all at the same time. Oh. I had to like feed these people, give them drinks, and listen to all their problems. So That's basically, kind of like- you you fed their stomachs and you fed their souls. Yeah, and oh. I was good at it, and they loved me for it. But I didn't really. It wore me out. Within a year, I was out. Oh yeah, I yeah. Was like, Fuck this drama. I imagine so. <laughs> My job's kind of like that. Um, Whenever I, I tattoo people, they sometimes they pour their heart out to me. Yeah? Yeah. A lot of breakup stories I hear. A lot of people coming in broken hearts. 
And then I, I cheer them up. And by the time they leave, they're like, you know what? I'm glad I really came in here. <laughs> <laughs> they feel better about their lives after I give them some like life lessons. Yeah. You know, I'm up in my cloud handing out life lessons. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what were you talking about? Uh, the the weird world, huh? Uh, that's a, that looks like a fun book that's coming out, right? Looks good. It, yeah, it does. I mean, the artwork looks fantastic. Okay, so let's talk about the original one. Uh, the original okay. Weird World was was illustrated by John Buscema, right? Well, actually, it started off with Plug, Michael Plug. Did it now? Huh? Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, uh, oh, he did the first issue, right? Yeah, he worked with it was Doug Minch and Mike Plug worked on it together, and I think they did, um, they did the first issue. It was in Marvel Super Action, is an old um, magazine, like a black and white magazine, and he did the first issue. And then they had some kind of contract dispute, and he was in the middle of working on a sixty-page story for Weird World. And that's when he, he left. He had a disagreement with uh, Jim Shooter, who was the editor at the time. And that's when he left. And then they brought in, I think it was uh, uh, John Buscema came in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He and it's like either off. either one of those guys doing a book is fantastic. But mm -hmm. oh, yeah. like, if they're going to replace Plug, put Buscema in, that's, that's You're fine. You're going to do it. You're going to do it right. Anything worth so, doing, worth doing right. So Marvel is putting out a new real world that's actually borrowing the name. And it has that's nothing it. to do with the old one, I guess. Yeah, but it's it looks to me from what I've been reading that it it's not the weird world that was set up in that story. <clears throat> because it's what I've been reading is it sounds like it's the world... Um, of Battle World from uh, Secret Wars back in the 80s. Okay. You guys remember Marvel Secret Wars? Sure. And it was the Beyonder made that planet by pulling a chunk from this planet, pulling a chunk from this planet, and put it together. But I might be wrong. From That just seems like what from what I'm reading, that's what they're doing. But the coolest thing is the fact that Archon is going to be in it. And Archon is one of the weirdest Marvel characters ever. Why is that? He's just he's just strange, dude. Like he's from this other world, and it's like sort of like a, a Conan type world, like sword and sorcery and stuff. And this cat's like constantly trying to take over wherever he goes. Like it just seems like he constantly stays in trouble, and then he gets in trouble with heroes, and they're like, "All right, we'll let you go this one time." And he's like, "Okay, I've learned my lesson." And then, like, the next time you see him, he's trying to take over again. He's like, oh, my dinosaur man will rule the world. And it's just, like, constantly doing stuff like that. It's like, he's, he's, he's like the luckiest bad guy, but he's not really a bad guy. He's just kind of a conqueror. So It's weird. He seems like, in the previews that I saw, mm -hmm. for issue three, it seems like he gets thrown into this world, unknowing mm -hmm. what the fuck's going on. Yeah. He is disoriented. And... He ends up meeting one of the people from Crystar, and Crystar is like saying some shit like, "I don't know, I'm king now, or I'm free, or something." And and because Akron helped me out, and he's like, "I wish you didn't say my name." So he sounds like he's kind of like 
not the most bravest warrior. Mm. Either that Maybe. or he knows whatever's out there. I see I didn't read these books. I only I only try to put together yeah. from the uh the previews. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Rob, he's, you, he's uh, from a he's from an extra dimensional world. It's what he is. I just looked him up, but what's Rob, cool about drawings yet? No. Huh? Yo, check this out real quick. I'm looking at Look your at screen. So send. Oh yeah, I saw that. Actually, that is really cool. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. The artwork's amazing, man. I haven't been impressed with artwork in a long time. Now, you- I'm really impressed with this. Mike Del Mondo, Mondo, no, Mike Del Mondo, Del Mondo, yeah, Del Mondo. He's great, man. That's great. Yeah, I shit. tried to actually friend request him today and see if I can have a chat with him, but he was uh, to his his Facebook limit. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, great. Where's he from? Uh, that I do not know. He's from Weird World. I He's like from that. Weird World. Yeah. But I love this this one picture of him. Uh, I put it in our uh, our little group conversation thing. Uh, it has. Uh, this this character on the front and he's got blood all over him, but all the blood is different colors. Mm-hmm. So he looks like he's just like he. It looks very eighties. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's got paint all over him. Look at all the creatures he's killed underneath him. Yeah, that. some of the creatures are they're like goofy looking, and I love it. There's this mm-hmm. scene where he jumps into the water and he ends up killing all these dudes in the water. And I never even went to think about this, but. All the the blood in the water is kind of like, like blood would look like in the water, and it's I don't know what you would call that. What is what is that when when another liquid's inside another liquid? I have no idea. What it's um um it's dissolved or dispersed into it or I don't know. It's it's whatever. It's like floating inside each other. Like it's so cool. Um, I posted the pictures up on What Geeks Do if anyone wants to uh, check it out. I do. And, um, I don't know. It's really cool. I'm so excited. I'm going to get this book tomorrow. I'm hoping my shitty comic book shop up the street has both issues. Um, the next issue that comes out is on the 18th. It's part three. And that's yeah. the one where uh, that Kristar guy is in it. So yeah. It's not See, actually Kristar himself. It's the Kristar guy that has the um, like uh, the, the the weapon belt that's across his chest. Kind of oh, like... Um, that's, that's Warbo. Oh, him. Yeah. yeah. It's Warboat. Looks very cool. It has a little, that one picture has a little Conan feel to it. Yeah. You know, let me see if I can find that thing while you guys discuss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what company is this? It's Marvel. Oh. All right. I'm a little surprised. Mm-hmm. Is this in the Marvel continuity or? Yeah. They're, they're saying it's going to be part of continuity. And that, therein lies the problem for me. Yeah. Because. Anytime that they've ever done a really cool story, like another worldly story, mm. when, when, okay, when they did the uh, Planet Hulk stuff, and you started off with Hulk's son, Scar, mm. that was cool because Scar was like removed from most of the Marvel Universe. It was, the, it was like a chance to see like really cool um, otherworldly barbarian type stuff. And then just as soon as that book started getting popular, the guys at Marvel that were working at Marvel writing comics and all were like, oh, let's bring him into the regular Marvel universe. And mm. bam, it just sucked. sucked. You know what? I agree with you because I was reading that shit mm-hmm. and I really, really enjoyed yep. um, that book. 
I and it, I, I remember how good it was. I was so into it, and it was just so yeah. different. It was like a, a, it was like if they like merged Conan and Hulk together. Yep, and it was just so cool. And it then was, out of nowhere, they were just like, "Yeah, let's bring him to New York." And it's like, why? Yeah. Well, everybody was calling it Space Conan. You know, when it was when it was Scar was going on because it was such a good book, and it was like for the first time in years, I was buying a mainstream comic book. Like, cause I, I don't, I don't collect Marvel and DC anymore. To me, they're just they're crap anymore. Mm. I hate that because there's some really good creators and all, but just in the past few years, it's it's I don't know. Just comics don't feel like comic books to me anymore. Agreed. This is what I was talking about. I'll send this. I'll post this on the page. But no job, Rob. Check that out. Oh wait, hold on. You're seeing what I'm seeing. So let me just post this on a page. These two pictures. Awesome to me. And we could check them out. so cool these scenes. Yeah, I was just looking up some of the scenes from the book too. It's it's the artwork looks fantastic. And you know, when when Scar started off the artwork was fantastic too. You had um Well, was oh, it man. the same artist the whole time? Uh yeah, until they gave it to Ron Lim, which pretty much means it's time for your book to go bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say that because the guy is, I mean, he's the guy's a solid artist and everything, but it's like, any, you know, I don't know. It's like they hand Ron Lim a book whenever they just don't care anymore. He's cursed. Um, huh? He's cursed. <laughs> this shit <laughs> looks great, man. It's so inspiring. Like, can you see all the blood, like, just, like, floating inside the water, like, all, yeah. like, fluid? Oh, man, it's so cool. I cannot wait to get this book tomorrow. I yeah. think best have it. Yeah. I hope they have both because you know the thing. If, even if they even if they have number two, I'm gonna buy it just by itself, just for the yeah. art alone. Yeah. Well, like you'll it. have to you'll have to let us know what you think of it because I'm I'm definitely like when I first heard about this from you, I was anxious to read it. Yeah, I don't even so know cool. what this is. I've never seen it before in my life. I never, never, never. Yeah, it looks good though. The artwork's gorgeous. Yeah, I don't know the artist. I don't know the writer. I didn't know Marvel was putting it out. The only thing that I'm seeing about it that's got me kind of worried is I'm seeing a lot of no backgrounds. Like, just really? colors for backgrounds and stuff like that. You know what? The the pictures are so... Uh, actually, I don't know. I'm seeing... Uh, I guess you... A little bit. Kind of. I don't know. i seen this first establishing shot I'm looking at right now. There's a background. Second is a background. There's a foreground. Oh, I see the other pages you have on there now where he's uh yeah, he's going through the jungle and all. Yeah, that's that's fine. Did I you see did, the the landscape of the of what Weird World looks like? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. It. That's cool. It's wild in the streets, man. Wild in the streets. Did you Yo, see did like you the big ball on the bottom of the one of the places of the planet? No. What yeah, is it? It's on, all right, it's it's the Oh, the eyeball? Yeah. That fucking eyeball looking at you? That's crazy. <laughs> so, did you hear about Charles Marsh's crush? Uh, no. Uh oh. Yeah, he's what? in love with the girl in the gem, the vintage gem boxes. Dude, that girl. Oh, what are you talking that about? That girl is poison. 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 <laughs> don't 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 ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah now she was. Go- I don't know who the model was for that, but she was just lovely. Yeah, I have yeah. not seen this. She's on the page. 
Like if you if you go to the page and look at the pictures, like the photos on the side. Okay. Like she's the last one on there right now. Oh, check you it. See what oh. I post. Uh, oh yeah, look at that. Wait, yeah. so that's a real woman? That looks like a drawing. It was well, painting, painting but a there's woman. a model that had to pose for that. Here's another one. Here's her doing a little. Oops. Sorry, Marsh. Didn't know you're taking your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Charles. Yo, you know what? My, my wife pointed this out the other day. She never liked Jem. And I said, why? Because she said, I didn't think she was a good role model for kids. And I said, why do you think that? She goes, because uh, Jem and her secret identity, whoever, or, or who, who is Jem supposed to be? She's like some nerdy chick. Um, I, I, Jerrica, wasn't it? What her uh, name? I forget what her name was. But those two chicks were Dame, dating Rio. At the oh. same time. And they both let him know that it was okay to double date. Play a player. You got to let a play a play. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah, that good. is kind of weird. That weird. is weird, right? Like, like I don't, I don't, around I don't know like, how, I don't know how bad that is for her character and how bad it is for his character. Like, you, you think he'd be like, no, 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 I'm just going to choose one of you guys. He's like, ah, I got both of you. Shit, two for the price of one, you know what I'm That's saying? That's what I'm saying. It's fair for her character because she, <laughs> yeah. she's, she's telling girls that it's okay to be with a double-crossing man. Weird. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, I didn't uh, think about it that way. But that's the true. morals of Jim. That could be a whole episode within itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and... Yeah, that's crazy. Truly really right? fucking outrageous. <laughs> Fashion and fortune, <laughs> glitter and fame. You know what? How dare they do they? How dare they do they? That shit crazy. <laughs> we were looking at the um the integrity figures last night, me and Charles Martin. Oh uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a marry one of those. Mm. Look at that. Yeah. Just, uh Integrity put out these figures, uh, put out uh, these dolls. They're like epic dolls that represent yeah. Jem. Yeah, those aren't like, dolls. Those are little like, women. They look like they're they're kind of on the same. I would say they're more stylized, mm-hmm. but they're kind of on the same level as like what was that? Hot toys. They are hot. Yeah, they're pretty hot toys. <laughs> They got that neck thing. Like <laughs> the are... necks look like real women's necks, like in the front there, with the sternocleidomastoid <laughs> muscle coming up. Man, they are toys. hot toys. You're right. They are hot toys. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit that I find a piece of plastic sexy. Oh man, it's all about the imagination. Yeah, <laughs> that looks sexy. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not even gonna get started. And all the figures I found sexy. Yo, get started. I think you should get started. You started this. Get out of here, yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm not going to get started. Automatically means you're started. Were any of you guys ever, uh, like, in love with any, like, uh, female cartoon characters? Jessica Rabbit. Uh, Rogue. I was cartoon characters from the comic books. I was in love with Rogue in the comic books. She's sexy. Rogue is Uh, sexy. I think I liked Rogue in the comic books, too. My girl was Tatara. Chitara. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chitara yeah. is super sexy. Yeah, Tila yeah. was my Chitara before Chitara was Chitara. I always felt like <laughs> Tila was a, like a babysitter looking type of girl. Tila? No, 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 no. Tila was a classic, like, 
She was like a fifties kind of gal. She's yeah, spank your ass. You misbehaved. Fifties looked like she was my mother or something. Yeah, she about to spank you. <laughs> <laughs> Evil Lynn, man, you know she's wild in bed. Oh man, Evil Lynn was gorgeous. Wow. You know, she reminded me of someone's aunt that was cool at one point and still cool, but she's just older. She'd tear oh. you up and teach you a thing or two. Oh, she was like the Anne on Good Times. Good times. It's time that you, you, remember the, you remember the good-looking Anne? That was like... <laughs> the good-looking, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, huh? Huh? <laughs> I love Good Times. They don't have good shows like that anymore on TV. Uh, well, mm-hmm. Modern Family is pretty good. I actually enjoy that yeah, show. Yeah, that's a pretty funny show. I've never watched that. Yeah, you should. Well, I don't know. If you, it's a comedy. I don't know if you 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 get into modern comedy, but it's it's a decent show. It's you know, funny. I'll like check the, it. the the dad. Like I can, I don't know any of the characters' names because I've I haven't watched it regularly. But the dad, the most normal acting dad out of all of them. Like who is that? Pizza. He's got uh, the wife they- with the blonde hair. Oh, I, I, I don't remember his name, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. So with he's, the viewer. he's my favorite character on the show. He's like he's mine too. He's just like yeah. the most normal guy. Uh. I, actually, I actually like her, him, and I like the daughter with the glass. It's all sophisticated. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't even know what show you guys are talking about. Well, you should change that. Uh. <laughs> I know. I just got here. But dude, I, I actually feel the same way. Holy shit! Oh, <laughs> How'd you get out of here? That was crazy. You're like the, you're like the guy. I just like warped in, dude, from the outside. It was crazy. I just snuck in through the window and I just <laughs> have to hear you guys. So let's just sit down and hold on. Wow. I'm gonna sit in the corner and just listen. Well, well <laughs> the, the least you could do is put pants on. <laughs> When you oh, didn't yeah, come no, in here, that's that. weird, yeah. man. Welcome, Michael Zolo, everyone. Hey, hey, What's it's up, until Zolo? I fall into a void of a vortex again. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so Zolo, while you're here, let's just get some quick stabbings going. Uh, did you ever? Uh, let's bring up some topics. I want to talk about wrestling. I want to talk about uh, <laughs> wrestling that you had with your siblings. What did you and your brother ever like? Brawl it out, like tell me about, tell us about it. Jeez, <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, all right. Well, where do you want me to start? <laughs> start at the beginning. Beginning. Mm. Okay, so I used to go over to a friend's house all the time, and uh, we, like was actually my best friend growing up, and uh, we'd go over there, and I never forget. It. He was like big into wrestling. He'd watch wrestling a whole lot. He would just practice like all these different moves on us. Because, you know, he was a lot bigger guy, too, you know? So we would just get, like, tur- you know, like, Boston crabs and, like, all kinds of shit that he was doing. But, you know, back then it kind of sucked. But, you know, like, thinking about it today, it's like, dude, that, that dude was pretty much dick. But, uh, yeah, I couldn't, you know, you can't really do much back. You know what I mean? Like, you weren't able to fight. Well, fast forward, like, I used to wrestle my brother a lot, but, uh, Nah, the, the real time I used to wrestle, man, like when, when it actually came down to it, was in the military. And we'd go into like these things called general quarters, which means that, like your ship goes under like battle ready. So, you you know, I was a 50 caliber gunner. Wait, you were in the military for real? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like we would, I, would get, I would get over to my gun mount. You had like a certain amount of minutes to get to your gun mount. We'd have live shoots. Let's see. 
and we'd blow up barrels, you know what I mean? Like the helicopters would go out there and they drop barrels in the water and you, you know, because it has like a little bit of fuel in there. So you get like a good explosion out of it when you shoot them. So, uh, but yeah, anyway, after we were done our exercises, okay, you were still a couple hours. Meanwhile, everybody's still inside of the ship actually, you know, do whatever, fire drills, whatever, whatever they're doing, right? So at the meantime, all the rear of the sh like the people that were like around us, like I had uh, 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 gunners on uh, above the deck where I was at, and on the other side, like you have a port and a starboard side. So basically, you have a left and a right side of the ship. So those guys kind of snuck back over to our side, and we start wrestling. And I'll never forget it, man. Like this one, this dude like throws like because at the time, like we were all used to work out and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So we're kind of like real good physical shape. You know, you're running, doing all kinds of shit. But uh. Yeah, I remember getting thrown to the ground, and the dude just comes off, and he like he and there's Nodskid on the ground. Nodskid's like fucking three times worse than concrete, right? Uh, uh. And um, yeah, he jumped right on my arm and actually like literally fucking hurt my arm real bad. I was like, you mother. So I grabbed a hold of him and I got him in a pile driver. I pile drive this dude's head right into the non-skid. <laughs> His fucking head was cut. It was sliced so Not fucking bad. bad. He's bleeding all over the place, and like. We had to go to the uh, uh, the medical during what general quarters, so it was like actual crazy. But uh, to make a long story short, the the, uh, the our boss, the gunner, came up. He was the lieutenant, and he walked over and he's like, "What happened here?" And everybody, you know, everybody's like clamoring, like, "Oh shit, you know, we're screwed now." You know what I mean? Because this guy's like, you know, he's like right under the captain. You know what I mean? So he's like, "Zolo," because he's call me Zolo. Zolo. Are you messing up my non-skid? Are you messing up my non-skid? And I started cracking up laughing. Like, and the dude was like, what? Like he was all pissed off. Like I should have been in trouble or something like that. And I was like, you're a dick, dude. You jumped on my arm and I fucking pile drive your head. And this dude is like twice the size of me. And it was great because I like positioned his head and I could hear him like squirming under there. But as fucking as I hit the, the ground with my knees, I was like, oh yeah. Like you just, you know, you just saw it, dude. Like guys oh, all yeah, the fucking <laughs> Friends, you get me wrong and shit like that, but the shit was real funny. Hey, and then, like, I don't know, two months later, uh, what's up? I didn't know you were in the actual military. Yeah, <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, did you? No, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. no, no. no, like, and then, like, after that, I got my, uh, the same dude, like, took revenge and ran my foot over with a forklift. That was real cool. Oh, <laughs> oh that, that's rough. Zola, yeah, uh, thank like during, uh, it was during a, we were moving bombs and it was during that time when I got my foot running. I was like, You son of a bitch, dude, you just ran over my foot. He's like, No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I was like, I'm five floors down, dude. That means now I gotta take the elevator and go up to medical now. You know? Wow. Yeah, this is great. You can see like the tread marks on my fucking foot, like like out of a cartoon. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? Get out of here. You know, like <clears throat> when, dude, when I was fuck? you know when yeah, I was, was little um my, I used to always want to wrestle with my sisters because they were small and I was able to do like the heavy moves to them, like suplexes and like uh, ice picks and, and fucking brain busters, right? So uh, as soon as my mom and dad would go to the store to go grocery shopping, they would leave me in charge. And as soon as that door slammed, dude, I was like, let's wrestle! <laughs> and, and I remember my one sister... She had a, like a wart on her hand, and I was terrified of warts when I was little because I didn't want to get them. And I re I remember I wouldn't wrestle her until she put a sock on her hand, and she was like, "I don't want to put on the sock." I was like, "You gotta put on the sock." 
I was like, put on a stock. And like, I, I told her, I was like, you got to make it your finisher. You got to make it the claw. And like, whenever you put the sock on, you have to try to claw me in the face with it. And I would never let her wrestle unless she put the uh, sock on. She hated it. Oh, gross. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there was this one time where, um, I did this one move to my other sister where like, I kind of power bombed her on the bed and she did like a, like a, like a backflip and hit her head on a doorknob and she fucking just started screaming because her head, you know, got hit and I was doing everything I can to make her like, you know, calm down. And I was like, so I didn't want to get in trouble. Cause if, uh, you know, I was in charge, and if I busted up my sisters, my dad would have busted me up when I got home. So we used to bust up your sisters all the time, though. I know. They were they like our practice them. dolls. Yeah. My one sister got really smart. My finisher move was the scorpion deathlock. And Whoa. when I would go to take my sister, I would have her, her legs, and I would go to turn over. She would grab the back of my calves, and she would just spin why like i would try to move my leg and she would lift herself off the ground so she was like practically like holding herself up with with her arms on my, the back of my calves so i couldn't turn her over i hated it I, it was, I, I hated it so much i never got my move on her and and you know me and me and no job rob we're always particular about winnings you cannot win a match if you're a good guy Unless you pull off your finisher. Finisher, yeah. Yeah. If you're a bad guy, you can win any way you want. Yeah, when you're a good guy, you got to pull off the finisher. Even when got we it. played with the, the video games, we have to have the finisher or it didn't count. It didn't and count. It's, it's funny because in, in the video games, we had this character called Element. And he was unstoppable. Mm -hmm. He was like a giant German dude. He was like 400 pounds of muscle. He was like six foot ten. He was incredible. When he walked down the aisle, you were just shitting yourself all over. You had to bring extra fucking clothes with you to that match because you were going to have to leave that shit underneath your seat because you were going to stink the whole ride home. So he gets in the ring, right? And this guy's undefeated. Now, what I did was I pumped this guy's stats up so, so much in the game, one of those create-your-own-character games. And I pumped his stats up. So I had him at 100. And I had everybody else at 89. Like, if you were a top character, your character can only go up to 89. So it would make Element really tough. Now, we were crazy, me and No Job Rob. We would have all these characters that we made. We would put the game on watch mode. And we would just have a whole card <laughs> of events. And we would we would just sit back with popcorn and just watch it and we be amazed. The tournament. Yeah, we'd have a tournament. What would happen in these fights? Because they were so crazy. And they actually had good endings. Yeah. So then after a while, when we had more people come in, we started playing. And Element was undefeated for like three games straight, right? So there's this character, uh, Iceman. Uh, he was one of my first characters I ever created. And uh, he's, he, he looks nothing like the X-Men character. He's kind of like, I'll show you a picture of him later on in life. But yeah. he's like, he's just, he kind of looks like Storm Shadow, but more like a hitman. Okay. He kind of wow. looks like Firefly, but black and white. But he's like muscular and he has shorts and, and you know, he has knee pads Fuck and whatever. Right. So this guy, Tom D'Amico, shows up at, 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 at our shop. We're having like one of these mega events where I have everyone over and we stay up until three o'clock in the morning, right? And 
We're all playing, playing, and this guy comes over, and he we thought he had no chance. <laughs> He's in the ring with Element for like an hour and a half. He's getting his ass beat. He's getting and he keeps coming back. He's bringing um he's bringing elements uh energy down to like an orange. We're like, oh my god, we never seen it in orange before. And then he goes back to red, and he's like, oh, he's gonna lose. He brings it down to orange again. Then he brings it down to yellow, and then it's all of a sudden he just beats element, and we fucking all lost our minds. Yeah, it was man. Like the first time in history that that ever happened. And you know he beat it with the top guy, the number one contender, but still. It was unheard of to even hurt yeah, that. Team. It was like the stars were aligned that night. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. It was a fucking weird. It's like yeah. kind of crazy. Talk, talk about talk about how like you would get in a ring with that dude and, and how long you would last. It's basically like like Goldberg, you know, like you you got about thirty seconds to a minute, maybe, you know, before your ass is knocked the fuck out. Basically, what would happen was we would try to encourage ourselves. To at least get an awesome move off on the dude. At least one that move. That was it. Yeah. And then when Tom D'Amico comes in, he's just like, Who the fuck is this guy? He's whooping this guy's ass. Whooping and it. Now we beat Tom D'Amico a thousand times. Thousands. You know, we made him our bitch in the ring oh, so many times. Bitch. So when, when we saw him <laughs> get in the ring against Element mm-hmm. uh, and he used Iceman, it was, it was such a special moment, dude. We were all cheering him on. Magic. Such a great time. It was magic. Yeah, little fucker had magic in him. So, so if you guys were wrestlers yourselves, mm-hmm. what theme music would you come out to? Now, it could be any music in the world. All right, my theme, personally, no job, Rob. Here, my theme music would be the same theme music that I would. You know, you know when people have weddings. And they mm-hmm. like run out and they're like, everyone cheers them on. They have their music playing after they actually got, you know, the religious. Relig- Wait, you're talking part. about getting married now? Yeah. Well, I'm saying this would be, I have a double theme song. Okay. This is my theme song for almost everything. So, like, I always pictured it if I had gotten married, if I ran out and everyone was cheering me on, but also if I had gotten in the ring, if I was running out and everyone <laughs> cheered me on, it would be. Here I am, rocking like a hurricane. Right? Come on, come on, come on. Right? That would be my theme song for everything. I want you guys to play that at my funeral. That's solid. (laughs) That's solid. That's pretty solid, right? Mm -hmm. Rock me like a hurricane, baby. Yeah, more wrestlers need to use like hair metal. Yeah. Hey, Charles Marsh, what would you come out to? Tiny Tim's Tiptoe Through the Tulips. <laughs> I don't know that song. Oh, you will. <laughs> Zola, what would you come out to? You guys are video game fans? I mean, you, have you ever played like Final Fantasy 13? Anybody? I have not. No? Final Fantasy 13 has this white music to it. That's what I would come out to. It would be like it, like, I, I mean, even in any type of battle situation, man, I'd come out to that. And, like, yeah, that that would be mine. All right. How about pizza? I would probably come out, too. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, 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 come
I don't know what I would come out to. I didn't really think. I probably. I don't know. Uh, it's tough, right? It I is mean, tough. I would probably, probably come out to like something like. Um, Wait, what did you come out to on your wedding? Didn't you I didn't get to come out. <laughs> you know, did he, did he this is what kind of pissed me wedding? off about my wedding. Is you know <laughs> I didn't get a theme song when I came out. I, thought I didn't you had just a theme stand song. up there, wait like a jackass. <laughs> I thought you had a theme song. Yeah, you know what? I had my original idea was to come out to Darth Vader's music, oh, but then good. then a, a, a co-worker of mine stole my idea and invited me to his wedding. Right? I'm sitting at this wedding. I got one of my really drunk friends next to me. He's so drunk. The same guy that beat Element came with me to this wedding. Right? <laughs> He's so drunk that he falls off his chair. Kicks up the plate in front of him and drops his liquor all over his shirt <laughs> in the middle of this wedding, and we all just stare at him like, when no one said nothing, but they just looked at him. So, 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 um, all, all of a sudden, I'm waiting for this guy to come out after that fiasco, and all, um, and all of a sudden, I hear, dun, 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 dun. I was like, you gotta be fucking joking me. I just told this kid. You stole that shit. I just told this kid like fucking three weeks ago. That's what I want to come out to in my wedding. My wedding was like next year. And he stole that shit from me. And he came out with a big grin like, (laughs) I thought of this shit first. Now it's probably been done to death. But, you know, at the time I was like, I thought that was pretty original. And then I don't know. So my wife came out to, um, you know, stuff that she wanted to come out to. She came out to an old uh, band song of hers. But, I don't know, I really wanted to come out to something fun. But I just, you know, at my wedding, it was just like, okay, go stand next to that dude over there. Let everybody in the room stare at you for like 25, 35 <laughs> minutes. And wait till your wife comes out. And then that's, that's, that's your job. And I'm just like, okay. So I sit there with my hands folded and just stand there like, where's my song? <laughs> all right, well. Drop the bass! All of a sudden, you just hear the bass drop. Bass! <laughs> How low can you go? Bass, what about so, so Zolo, you you do a lot of vending at uh, conventions, and uh, I was curious: have you ever ran into a lot of uh, celebrity wrestlers that are like on the more popular end? Yeah, actually, um, yeah, jeez, uh, last year, just just to give for instance, there's been a. Uh, I guess Hogan was at two of them. Hulk Hogan. What? Yeah, yeah Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, two two of them. And and uh, I I met uh. Yeah, Wait, hold on, hold on. It, Don't just hop over Hogan like he's nothing. Yeah, that's what, a real was, deal. Yeah, just, just was he a nice dude? Yeah, he was cool. He's definitely professional. Did, he, definitely did you feel like a little ant next to him? No, no, not at all. Huh. I don't think you appreciate the scope of the world that you live in, young man. <laughs> I uh, I'm 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 friends with uh, uh Captain Lou's daughter, Cammy. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, so she, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people that you know, like Junkyard Dog, and you know, uh, you know, uh, from, I thought that dude died. No, no. Well, yeah, way back in the, like like years ago. But I'm saying like when I was doing shows, like like in two, you know like 2010, 
2000, yeah, 2009, 2010. Uh, yeah, that was one of the names that she could have actually gotten, you know what I mean? Like the, to get him down there. But yeah, so uh, I met Captain Lou. Yeah, he passed away a while back. Captain uh, Lou Albano, yeah. Yeah, the mm-hmm. only actual, like, uh, uh, you know, Brutus the Barber just saw just recently the Nasty Boy, like, one of the Nasty Boys was just a chiller theater. Like, I just <laughs> see him. Pizza like so, Br- so many people, man. Like, uh, uh, I missed the one that I didn't get a ch- Well, I didn't get a chance to see Warrior, and I never got a chance to see Savage. I pretty much seen everybody else. I like, like other. Yeah. I would love to see Macho Man. Yeah, me too. Macho Man, I never got a chance to. But uh, yeah, they're they're actually really cool. You know who was really neat? I was set up next to Mr. Perfect the one time, like at one of the shows. Like he was there and uh, Brutus the mm-hmm. Barber. All and, these uh, guys died so young now that I think about it. Mr. Perfect yeah. had a nice body. <laughs> 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 no, like seriously. <laughs> Mr. Perfect was, was basically... Yeah, Paul Arnold, yeah, Mr. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Paul Arnold. You got it. Oh, wait. No, Mr. Perfect. That was That's Paul. wonderful. You were just Mr. talking wonderful. about Mr. Wonderful. That's why. Yeah. Mr. Yeah, Perfect and Mr. Perfect Mr. Is Mr. Wonderful is two different. Hits it. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Wonderful was hot. Mr. Perfect was nice, too. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like, you know, um, I also, I got to admit, though, like, uh, you know, You'll see people like. Uh, Did you meet Elizabeth? I, never, no, never. Uh-uh. Wow, I would like to she meet Elizabeth. Passed away too soon, like yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. She was a gorgeous woman. Mm. I was in love with her, man. I drew oh, her. Who was it? Well, here's one for you. Do you know Dawn Marie? Hold on, hold on. I drew her picture when I was little, oh. and I used to make out with it. <laughs> <laughs> I I hung it on the wall and stared at that thing like it was real. Oh, that's anyway, good. Dawn Marie. No, I didn't. I don't. I, that's uh, one of those newer cats, right? Who's Dawn Marie? Uh, no, well, she was within like you know. She's still like one of the divas, though. You know, later on, I know. Yeah, I, I got her to a couple of my shows. Uh, you know, be, be, uh, a few of the agents that represent. Like, uh, how about um, who was the one that was going out with uh, Randy Savage? Uh, what was her name? Um, Holy crap, Dawn Marie. Uh, Elizabeth was. Randy Savage is supposed to be wife, right? No, 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 no. A lot of Elizabeth. There was another the one. Blonde? There. The blonde girl that came later? Yeah, the blonde girl. What was her name? Uh, uh, why can't I think of her name now? I was out of the loop by that point. Oh, my goodness. Why can I not think of uh, She was uh, supposed to come into one of my shows uh, when I did UltraCon uh, back in, like, 2012. Like, earlier in 2012, I did that show. And, um, no, sorry, 2011. It wasn't 2012. 2011's when I did that. And uh, I can't think of her name right now. Oh, I'm hearing a major delay right now. Yeah, a little delay. Mm-hmm. We'll okay. take a break. We'll take a break. Well, hold on. Okay. And we're back. I'll just cut that part out. <laughs> so, All right. So what Are do you okay? guys think about... Uh, what was your favorite rubber? Uh, what did you, what'd you call it? What was that? Uh, the rubber figures. What was the company that made them? LJN. LGN. Yeah. What was your favorite LGN figure, Marsh? Mine? Yeah. Did you have any of them? Um, I, I, I had one of them. I had the, uh, it was one of the Russian dudes. Nikolai uh, Volkov? 
Yeah. Nikolai? I think it was Nikolai. I can't remember. Like it was, it was the big bald headed Russian dude. Yeah, it's Nikolai Volkov. Yeah. I had Uh, I love that dude. Yeah, he was a cool figure, man. He was at some conventions we went to, right? Oh wait a minute. Do you mean the Iron Sheik? No, he's not Russian. Mm-mm. No, 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 you don't mean the Iron Sheik because you said bald, and I know Nikolai Volkov wasn't bald, at least on the action figure. He, he no, he wore the maybe, hat. Maybe it was the Iron Sheik. I just, I just know <laughs> I got him trading something for him because I didn't ever buy any of those things. Yeah, Nikolai really? wore the hat. He yeah, he wore that hat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did yeah. did the Iron Sheik come with a hat too? No, he was bald. Uh-uh. He was bald. No, he he was bald. The, it yeah. was the Iron Sheik because he had those little curly shoes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the one I had. Yeah, the one figure I always wanted was the uh, two of them actually was the Ultimate Warrior one and the One Man Gang. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The One Man Gang. Holy shit. Yeah. We had this uh, friend that had like every frigging wrestling figure there was. Yeah. And he had all those dudes, and he would never let us play with the ones that we didn't have. Wouldn't give them up. Nope. Wow. They were the first two he would always pick. Best, best. <laughs> well, I, I remember, uh, I don't know. I love Macho Man's figure because he was like the easiest person to play with because like you could you can actually do moves with him. And I always loved the thickness of King Kong Bunny because one of the first matches I ever seen in wrestling was King Kong Virgin Bundy versus Hulk Hogan in his steel cage where he busted that dude wide open. He slammed him too, right? <laughs> That blood was everywhere, man. I'll never forget that shit. I mean, I remember watching it being like, what is this? Bust them They're in a steel cage fighting. It was so huge as a little kid. You're just like, oh, my God. It's like two titans fighting in a ring, and you're like this little peon looking up at it. <laughs> it's crazy. You little peon. Yeah. It's funny. Me and, uh, I forgot to tell you about this, Rob. But and actually, you too, Zol, because I was talking to you about it too. But me and Marsh found the game that I was looking for when I was little. At that, um, there was this game. I'll talk to the viewers right now. There was this game that when I was little, I went to the mall, and my mom gave me a couple quarters to go to the arcade because we used to have arcades back in the mall back in the day. Yeah. And uh, there was this one arcade where it was just this wrestling game that I'd never seen before in my life, and it was crazy where you would win a fight. And then when you won, you would get money to go out and spend. Like you would go to have a lobster dinner. Oh, yeah. Or you would get a fur coat or you have two bitches under your arm. And, Whoa. And now when two you would, <laughs> now when you were, uh, now when you got your ass kicked, you were like in the hospital with a broken face or you were in the dumpster picking out like fish bones and trying, and the cat was like swiping it from you. Like it was crazy. <laughs> But that game was so epic as a young child because, you know, your imagination is fucking beyond anything you can even think of when you're little. Mm-hmm. So when you when I played that game, it was like it was the most amazing in the world. And I for the longest time, that was a piece of my childhood that I could not find. And then Charles Marsh's cut uh, nephew figured out what it was like in, in like one question. Like, what was it? He's like, yo, it's this. Actually, it was, it was, I knew what it was. Actually, we, he got it wrong. It was somebody on your Facebook got the right answer. Oh, really? Yeah, because he thought it was something else entirely. We thought it was a whole different game. Mm. Yeah, it was I somebody on your Facebook. Different. They were like, here it is, and they posted a picture, 
And you well, were like, oh, yeah, there it is. So, well, whoever that was, I appreciate you giving a piece of the, mm-hmm. the puzzle back. Do you yeah. know what it was called? It was called Main Event. A yep. Main Event. Okay. Well, well, the Main Event, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what we said. Yeah. We might have said that. But for some reason... Wait, was it main event? Now I forget what the hell it was. Yeah, uh, I, when we said the main event, I thought it was Wrestle War, which Wrestle War was like the game of games, dude. Like that. Anybody ever play that? I don't. Know, maybe. I don't dude, that was, that, like, was that in the arcade itself, or was that just? Oh yeah, that was in the arcade itself, man. It was a uh, one of the original Sega. It was made by Sega in the arcades. Sega. And dude, it is. It was so awesome. That was like my. I would actually walk from my house about an hour to the mall and, like, as a little kid, like, I'm 12 years old, you know what I mean? Like, 10 years old, 12 years old, going in there with, like, five hours and quarters, you know what I mean? Like, just playing the games. Now, was there there a line, like, Mortal Kombat had a line? No, uh uh-uh, not in that mall. Anyway, that mall was, like, going, like, it it was going to the tubes, dude, like, going right down. I mean, it's, it's just... They didn't have like the the quality, dude. Was just not there. My mall <laughs> lasted all the way into our teens. It was pretty dev. It was pretty at devastating. Least, at, least 17, at least seventeen. Yeah. At least Our mall was so packed with kids. It was like that movie Over the Edge, where all the kids locked their parents in the school and lit it on fire. <laughs> oh, those parents. It was crazy. <laughs> it was like there was so many kids overrunning that mall. People didn't even want to shop there because there's just too many kids. It was rebelling. It was crazy. It was awesome. It was probably some of the best times ever. All right, let's take a break for uh, you know commercial break and now. Uh, we'll Smarts Zolo World, everybody. Everyone, welcome back. Be right back. Imagine a listening experience so real you won't believe it. Feel every bunk like it's in your living room. Experience what geeks do. New broadcast entertainment that lets you laugh along as you listen. Just tune in on YouTube and transcend to the next level of geekdom. Go to whatgeeksdo.com and get in the game. And we're back, your host, Wild Dog Pizza, sharing the mic with... No job, Rob. And we got special guest Charles Marsh, 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 Marsh. Yeah. and Zola World. Zola. Yo, what's Doesn't up? get better than that. Nah, this is where it's at. So, did anybody see the big fuss over the new Thundercat Lion-O, uh Mattel figure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks good. I can't hear you guys. Woo! I still can't hear you. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've seen some stuff, man, online. It seemed really interesting. I like the looks of them, actually. Mm-hmm. It, I see, it seemed like the first sculpt looked like it was modeled after uh, a cross between Alex Jimenez, Axel Jimenez's uh, drawings mm. and J. Scott Campbell's. It had exaggerated eyebrows, really heavy cheekbone and chin with like a grin kind of face. And then I guess... At first, when I saw it, I was like, that don't really look like Lionel. But it's a stylized version of it. And I think I said on a different podcast that I was going to start collecting these, but I wasn't sure which ones I was going to buy 
because I didn't want them to do the same thing they did with the Master Universe line where they started making film filmation accurate style figures. Because I don't need two two different Lionos. I don't need like this version of Lion-O and that ver- I just need one good version of Lion-O and, and I'll call it a day. Just you one. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess other people were starting to complain about the sculpt and saying it doesn't look like Lionel. He looks like too much of an adult. And I think that was you, uh, Charles Marsh, earlier today talking to me about um, how you have to capture the young essence of the child trapped in a man's body, yep. right? <laughs> you really do, because that's what Lionel is. Lionel's a kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a what? He was like ten years old or something like that, or he acted like a ten year old. His mentality is young, but yeah. his body is old. Right. Like he's an adult male because the the pod that was keeping him suspended or whatever it conked out and he grew like he his body grew because of that malfunctioning pod. Wasn't it thirteen years? I'm not sure. It's however it long 13. it took them to get from. Thundera. I think he has the mentality of a 13-year-old, but he's like 23. Oh, oh, I get what you're saying. Like, he was 13 years old. Yeah, yeah. mentally. I'm not sure. He was a kid. Yeah. He was, that he was, was borrowed from Superman, wasn't it? No. Mm, no. Superman, no. He was yeah. young. His planet, his planet was getting destroyed, and he got into well, a pot. Right, but not the whole growing up body and kids staying the same in his mind. No, I meant no. just that one part. It seemed like it was... They, I remember oh, we... Yeah. Watching a documentary, and he was saying Thundercats borrowed a lot of stuff from all different, uh, yeah, all different other things that were brought up in the maybe oh. like years before them. Sure, that's that's typical of most things, you know. Like almost everything borrows something from something else. Yeah. Well, I got a, I got a question. What actually had the first power sword? What series? Shit. What uh, do you mean, like? Like Thundercats or Masters like of the Universe? Star- I would say Star Wars, right? Star Wars didn't really have a power sword. It was it didn't have a power sword. Something that revolved around that sword to make like you know what I mean? Like uh, okay, so you got the the, the sword of Thundera or the sword of power. I would say King Arthur sword. Yeah, the lance. Yeah, the, the, the Black Star uh, Dragon Lance. King Arthur like, had it. Yeah, Excalibur huh? was pretty... Excalibur. Well, what Excalibur. came first? Like was wasn't there a sword in? Uh... The Herculoids? Herculoids mm, came no. out the same year uh, He-Man did. All right. Oh, wait, not Herculoids. Oh, Thundar. 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 Yeah, Thundar, did. Thundar would have been the first because that was in the 60s. Yeah. Actually. Oh, no, no, no. Thundar yeah. was in the either late 70s or very early 80s. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah well, it would have been. Well, actually, no, I think it, was... it came out. Thundar came out in 83 uh, or 82. No, before that. No, it no, came no, out on the same exact. Thundar- all it takes no. is a quick look online. Hold on. Yeah, I think it came out so. around the same exact time. I thought it was like, the concept, though, was like earlier. But then again, too, the cartoon was probably like late 70s, like you said. 1980. 80. So that was before Master of the Universe, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Master wow. Universe. And, and basically, Thundar's weapon was nothing more than a lightsaber, really. Yeah, seriously. Like, Pretty it didn't much, turn yeah. him into anything. He didn't get any special powers yeah. from it. He just used it to break stuff. Exactly. Yeah, so Thundar didn't need that to be powerful. You no. know what I mean? Like, no, so he would, I don't have, even he would have straight up throat punched you. You know, so it doesn't true. really count as a. I guess there's really only two power swords. It's it's the uh, it's Thundercats and uh, He Man. In the modern thing, yeah. I mean, I 
I, I don't know if there was something that existed before that, but that's really what I think about. Now, in comic books, I'm sure there was some kind of spell. Like, I mean, if you look at Thor, yeah, Thor had the hammer way before anybody, and that so did. the original? Yeah. Thor's the original. That goes back yeah, to. but Thor is a. No, Thor's part of mythology, though. Molginer yeah. is part of the mythology. Yeah. I guess right, you're right, but, though. I mean, I think everything the, kind of emanates from that. It is true. But. but yeah. Are you talking but, pop culture? Or are you talking mythology? That, that's what I think right now. The Thor, the Thor in comic books, he transformed using the hammer. Mm. Yeah, remember, like the hammer, he would he would disguise it as that cane that Doctor um, He Man could have stole from that. Yeah, but was Green Lantern around before Thor? There was a, well, Green Lantern, mm. the first Green Lantern was yeah, around Green Lantern been a while back, yeah, yeah. So that I was guess a magic the, ring, though. I, I don't guess know the, if that's the, the ring, the ring is the first one. Well, mythology on Thor though is what makes Thor what he is. Like, and and Thor's power is revolved around people believing him. It has nothing to really do with his his uh, his hammer. Like in the comics, yeah, his hammer is definitely an essential item, but you can kill Thor by not believing in him. Like that's the way that like the comics was like written. I don't remember that. I don't remember. Yeah, that's that's how he lost his power. People people didn't believe in him, and that's how he lost his power. Like if you can remember the one like in the Avengers, like I remember seeing like an early Avengers comic, and that was the way he was losing his power, and he had to get people to start believing him again, like believing in him again. Did they start clapping at the same time? Because you remember like Peter Pan. Or no, it was Tinkerbell. If you started clapping your hands, Tinkerbell get her power. No, no, no. I mean, like, it was in one of the Avengers. Like, I remember that. But that's the way you would defeat Thor. Wait, like, are you talking about when Hercules whooped his ass? No. <laughs> uh-uh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Dude, Rob, remember that book when we were little? We went into your uncle's cartoon, basement. cartoon, too. We went into your uncle's basement, and we saw, like, an arm wrestling match between Thor and Hercules. Yeah. And then, like... I, I can't remember who won, but it ended up turning into a huge fight between those two, and Odin took away his power, yeah. and Hercules was just whooping on him. Whooped him. Yeah. I remember that cartoon we used to watch when we were young, Tots, and uh, Hercules versus um, Thor, and uh, Thor got his ass whooped for the first like half of the whole show, but then he got his powers back and whooped Hercules. It was beautiful. It's so weird too, because now that's a crossover as well. Because I know DC, even though he's mythology, or both of them were like mythology, those versions of those characters, like I know they had like a Hercules Unbound for DC, but like that's really weird. We're talking about the real Hercules from Marvel. He's coming back. He's coming back. I saw that recently. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Hercules is coming back in Marvel. Yeah. Big news. That is, yeah. I, I never even, yeah. Just recently. you don't remember Hercules? Like he, he never really left. He just didn't have his own comic. He's you don't remember Hercules with the he had the gladiator things all the way up to his thigh, and he had the uh, the he has the beard, and the huge smile. Are you sure that isn't DC? Yeah, Marvel. Remember, he was one of the dudes that fought the Incredible Hulk in that big battle. Yeah, you know, and, and that's yeah. the thing too. Like, I remember seeing that as well, but you know he was in D.C., right? Oh, yeah. Well, well, anybody can use that because it's, a, you know. No, of course. Public that's domain. what I'm saying, yeah. It's great. But, like, I that think... weird kind of, like, thing on his head and all, like, yeah. Yeah, so Superman whooped his ass or something. About, 
is the Hercules jump thing you think about is the one that uh that Wonder Woman uh recently yeah. whooped, whooped yeah. his ass in her own comic book not too long ago and he has he has like the lion on his chest. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's not the one we're talking about. We're talking no, about we're talking the one with about skirt. The yeah, the a little skirt and a little orange thing around his head. One I hung out with Thor all the time. He's got strappy boots. Yeah, strappy boots. boots, yeah. And a big stick. <laughs> yeah, he had a big War, stick. World War Hulk, like, stole his costume at one point. Yeah, yeah he really did. He did. I yeah. never even thought about it. He's got You're the same right. boots. But did you know that that outfit that the Hulk was in, in um, Planet Hulk, remember when he was the gladiator? That yeah. wasn't the first time he ever had that outfit on. It was really no. I got one of the um, Hulk essentials, and like the first time he fights Tyrannus, I think that's the guy's name. The guy that's like the Roman emperor type dude back yeah. in the day. The first time he runs into that dude, he they capture Hulk and put him in a arena, and he's got the same helmet and he's got the same outfit and everything. You no know what? They probably had the same tailor on that planet as well. I had no idea. Same tailor, you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And wow. um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jose Ladron, the guy who does such a good job, uh, like capturing the Kirby style. He did those covers for Planet Hulk, and he made it look. He made the Hulk look like those drawings that Kirby did of him in that armor. Back in the day, it was so nice. <clears throat> there was a really cool cartoon, Hercules vs. Thor, that me and Pizza used to watch when uh, we were young. Uh, they were they were the ant the uh, when they used to man. I love when they did this shit. They would animate the old comics. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah okay. have you guys ever seen that? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, oh, so my, good. Yeah, my nephew. So, oh, you seen them? Hmm? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. What were you saying, Mark? No, I said my, my nephew's got one year for Christmas. Somebody gave him this set, and it had like three or four. And this was back when VHS was still king. It was three or four VHS tapes in a big box, like a presentation box. And it was those old cartoons where they would just like animate part of the cartoon, you know, or like it looked like the comic book pages, but it would move. Yeah. Exactly what you guys are talking about. Yeah. I have my, that was like one of the first things. My uncle used to live in California. And he came and stayed with us for a little while on the other side of the uh, United States. Uncle Charlie, and, um, what's that? Uncle Charlie. Yeah, and uh, Charlie. He, he introduced me into all the comic shit, and he had that video. I used to watch that VHS all the time. I loved Hercules. Hercules was like, mm -hmm. "I beat." I am best you, Thor, and ladies, <laughs> follow me. And he had this big smile, and he's like, Thor, why don't you sit down while I take care of this tree, motherfucker? And he would do that shit. Like, fucking, Thor would be like, oh, he man. Was, yeah. It was funny. Was like, like, sit down, you like, little blonde bitch, and let me do shit. And they, they would all it. talk like, Jane Foster. Oh, Thor, Thor, oh, oh man. The, the Iron Man cartoon like that was great, too. I don't remember that. Oh, they were great. Do you remember oh, that? Those. I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. I remember. No, I don't think I remember that. I remember Submariner cartoon. That was great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was another one that, that, that my nephew had in that set. 
I can't believe they even had a Submariner cartoon back in the day. Like, dude, well, Submariner had, was huge back in the day. They had respect for him at one point in time. Yes, right. That's right. They've lost it all now. One of the first, right? Yeah. One he of was one of the finally. very first Marvel characters. Very first time. Have amazing. you thought about making any kind of water like God in your uh, Realm of the Underworld figures? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like Neptune. Yeah, it's already. Yeah, they're they're already uh, conceptualized. Actually, to tell you the truth, the figures are. Um, there's a bunch actually. Uh, do you know the uh, another drone is called the Aquamancer that we actually have, and he's oh, like, really? I, yeah, Aquamancer. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Aquamancer. Uh, that's pretty cool. Now, are it's, you going to do the the Neptune character in the clear blue treatment at, at some point? I want to do it as a giant. Like I want to do all the gods as giants. Well, the, that'd be cool. And when I do a four, actually, I have uh, Hades slated for that. And actually, for the Flexors, we have him slated too. So uh, he'll be like the first technical. Uh, yeah, he'll be the first god character actually produced, like in wow. the line. So that'll be neat. You know, other than uh, you know, we want to try to incorporate like some weird like twists and turns, like timeline pulls from there too, like having Perseus in there and. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. The yeah. story is really like weird. Yeah. It'll be good. Nice. Yeah. We're uh but yeah, as far as like a uh uh yeah, like a C character like that, yeah, I I definitely wanted to do something like, you know, even like almost bringing a kraken or something like that would be awesome too. Ooh, now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Something crazy, you know. I'm excited to see what comes out with Zolo World in the yeah. future. <clears throat> you you said recently, Michael Zolo, that uh, you had like uh, some new characters coming out in like a month's time on a previous episode of What Geeks Do. How's that coming along? Well, it's good, actually. Uh, those figures are uh, actually being loaded on a container uh, the beginning of next week. And we're going to be uh, It's usually around like I'd say 40 to 45 days between transit and logistics, like customs and everything mm -hmm. before it gets to the Zola world warehouse, like over here. So we're just now you just play a waiting game. You know what I mean? So now the next 45 days, what I'm going to be doing is preparing for the next, uh, lineup, like the flexors, you know, new cases, everything else, like and start slating that stuff out so I can, you know, just do that. But yes, yeah, never ending. But as far as like the figures are concerned, it's coming. Yeah, they're, we're looking about, like, hopefully, like, everything goes well, you know, barring, like, customs. You know, customs is the largest hurdle anyway, but barring that, uh, I think, like, near ending of September, uh, we'll have these things shipping and starting to review. You'll see them all over the internet. Uh, the that. rumor has it that you're going to have a wrestling line coming out soon? Yes. Yeah, that's another one, too. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're doing uh, Wave 3. Uh I'm going to do Wave 3 in two different assortments. So there's a lot of characters playing, too. So, you know, the, the goal is to actually have day-of-sale figures, like way after, you know, the, the, these lines actually do come out. Now, wrestling is going to be part of, like, the – what I would do is, like, a third assortment type thing. Like, we're going to have, like, the first two for Realm of the Underworld, and then we're going to introduce the new series, uh, ASWC, which, you know, I think – uh, uh, Pizza is familiar with it, uh, with, the, with the name. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, the so we're going to introduce that. Uh, we're trying to figure what, out, it, like, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. What kind of theme is this? Is it going to be based <laughs> off of like 
other characters with a twist is going to be like space like what what is it monsters like what what kind of wrestling is it I want to do all of it uh it's more it's 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 going to be a storyline based uh what it, it, i don't want to start it off as sci-fi but i i don't want to call it sci-fi because there will be like anamorphic things into it but i also want to yeah it's going to be really neat like so the, it's just uh, going to be a, like influence from all different areas you're going to have things from video... It's going to be influenced from anything from video games to sci-fi, pretty much. Wow. What we're gonna look, so, and then, um, I like that. If it goes well and, uh, and, and people really like it, then we'll be planning on play sets, wrestling rings, you know, like that, all that stuff. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be it's gonna be some fun. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, to tell you the truth. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a, another you know, thing there that... that uh, yeah, I, I love the wrestling stuff to, to begin with, and thinking of the characters, and we're going through like just a couple of them, and I'm getting super excited for them already. So yeah, I can't wait. That's awesome. I, I'm excited for it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I know. I know that uh, a few years ago, I've, I've I like to collect the fight figures from Japan, like the vinyl fight <laughs> figures, like Real Head and Gargamel and stuff like that. And I bought just for display purposes, I bought a cheapo wrestling ring, like like at Dollar General or Family Dollar or something like that, I had more fun than I had had in years playing with that stupid crap. <laughs> so I know that wrestling figures in a ring like that is going to be a blast. And you're going to have, like, grown men playing like little kids again. That's great, the, man. The great thing, too, is, like, <clears throat> again, it's the, uh, interchangeable, uh, like the interchangeable concept where you can actually – Let's just say, you know, you just say, well, that that head would look really awesome on this figure. And then now you create your own character. You put a little, you know, vinyl with them or put something else with them or a mask or something to make them different for your yeah. personal character. And I, I always like the idea, you know, even though you might get this series and be like, yeah, man, I love every one of these characters. You still have that, you know, these creative people out there that's going to sit back and pick one of these up and maybe pick up some other Zola world interchangeable action figure or a flex or change the head out, change some pieces out. And next thing you know, you have your own guy. You know what I mean? Now he's, he's entered into it. And then people, you know, like you fight him off with a, uh, you know what I mean? Like a, a few of these other guys that we're uh, bringing out here. So yeah, you need interchangeable figures. That's what you're doing. They're interchangeable. Yep. All the figures wow. are interchangeable. All the realm, the underworld so figures cool. pull apart. Yeah. That's from cool the head, shit. the arms, the legs, yeah, that all pulls apart, Damn. and you're able to, to manipulate See, it. See, that's what's going to be so cool about the wrestling figures, like because you're going to be yeah. able to make your own wrestling characters that are going to be a part of this, and I that's think the, cool. the kids are going to love it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they can take you know the the heads from Realm of the Underworld and Slime Drones, and they can put all these figures together and make their own new characters in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. basically uh the idea I, I think the uh the main like the the actual production characters are gonna light up the action figure world like I, i'm thinking like as far as retro collectors are concerned i mean even with the slime drones i think it like this is the biggest i i know i've made a statement online it's the biggest undertaking that uh, you know zola world has ever done like first off you know this is the biggest scope uh, the biggest amount of figures that we've ever done, really? period, hands down, which it should be. You know what I mean? Like this, you know, as you move forward in what you're doing, you want to make sure that you're still able to, uh, you know, 
keep a fan base, keep everybody kind of like into it, you know what I mean, and and, and wanting to collect these. Yeah. Uh, but after the drones, um, Realm of the Underworld is going to have after the exclusive is going to have twenty figures by the end of the year. Like, well, well, actually, not by the end of the year. By next month, we're going to have twenty products for Realm of the Underworld that's out, which is actually amazing because you know yeah. I didn't really think about it. We have the first four. The second four, which, you know, makes eight. And then you have the battle pack, uh, the white here crisis. Okay, if you want to talk about the variants. And now these new ten figures. So, you, you know what I mean? So, it's like 20, 20 figures, you know, that, that'll be out. When's, uh, uh, when's that giant Cyclops coming out? Yeah. The, the giant Cyclops is something that's prototyped right now. It's planned. We just want to, like, the biggest thing with the whole entire series, and and I know I've said it, you know, a number of times is everything that, that is being done with the line is being done because of the amount of fans that it has. You know, that's why we're able to do the slime drones. That's why now we're moving forward to wave three. Of the, you know, we were already doing the flexors already, so I can't say that that was really uh, a fan-driven thing because that was already in the works. Uh, slime drones kind of went ahead of it because we're still in the prototyping stages of the flexors. There's some issues that we're resolving with, uh, with the body style. But, uh, is, there, is there anything you would like to say to the fans that so they can actually hear you say it right now? About what? You said, you know, we couldn't do it without the fans just a second ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I, I, and that's 100%. Like, Cut out. Cut out. What was that? Yeah. Did we lose oh. him, Mike? Uh, no, no. Am I still here? Yeah. yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and like I said, we, uh, uh, as far as like you know the the fan base, we just want to be able to, you know, it, the the Cyclops is going to be or the Giants, I should honestly say, because that's going to be an interchangeable uh, uh, figure line too. So we're looking at doing 16, 17 inch vinyl, uh, like the old Masters figures, like Titus Megator. If you can remember the way that they feel, that's the way that we want to do the uh, the Giant Cyclops. You know, mm. Hades, Zeus. We want to bring out Zeus. We want to bring out. You know, uh, 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 a few other, you know, Poseidon and a few other god characters, you know, like that, that and bring those up. All interchangeable, like being able to pop off the arms, pop off the legs, the head, like all that stuff. Same way we do with our standard figures now. Sounds great. Thank you. The, uh, um, but yeah, that's all. That's all comes down to like, um, like I said before, you know, the fan support and how, you know, how big the fan base gets by then. I mean, the, the scope there is huge. You know, um, yeah. So it'd be really kind of so basically, yeah. you're you're really appreciative of the fans and all that. That's awesome. Oh, oh absolutely, yeah. Where that can... goes without saying. I mean, I think that uh, you know, the fans is the reason why Realm of the Underworld is even here today. You know, where can you where where, where can we find those figures exactly, Michael's all the world? So uh, underworldfigures.com. Uh, www.underworldfigures.com. We'll have a select few uh, exclusives uh, on zolaworld.com. And uh, the wrestling line that we just mentioned will also be on zolaworld.com as exclusive figures to Zola World is what they'll be. Now, we'll have retailers picking them up like we do with the other series too. It's some things I've been talking to with a number of uh, uh, retail outlets like comic shops and you know, a uh, few bigger chains too, but we, we want to like get them out to, you know, the people that's been supporting us since the very get go. And then we're going to have a few new people too on board. So, Zola, pretty World. 
I want to thank you personally on the show for helping us out with the website and everything. Yeah. Oh no, that's hey, no problem at all. Hey buddy. Zolo, Zolo, we at What Geeks Do, we really, really appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> that's huge. No, I, oh, that's, that's no problem, man. Any any time, man. You know, any time. If you like it, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad you guys like it. That's that's good. Love it. We love we, it. Yeah, love it. <laughs> we love it, and we appreciate it. <laughs> so, Thank you. in so many words. So, uh, thanks for coming on to the show, guys. It's uh, always oh. a blast having Marsh, and it's good to have you back again, Zolo. Zolo! Oh, thank you. We're going to have you on. We're going to have Marsh on. We're going to have Pete on. Zolo World! <laughs> Carlos Marsh! <laughs> ah! Two really cool dudes. What a good show, right? You don't know their shit. <laughs> Look him up. You don't know this shit. You should look him up. You should look him up. Look him up. Look him up. Michael Zolo World. Slime Drones. Monster Forge. And Monster Forge Marsh. Get on it. And we're what geeks do, and I'm No Job Rob signing off. A little slice of pizza, a little slice of heaven. It gets a little slice going. It's heaven. Heaven. A little slice of heaven here. That's how we do. Have, Have a good, a good night, night, everybody. Have a good night. Episode right. 8, What Geeks Do. Kill it. <laughs>